welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. Um, I was just... <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently, I was just recording myself and I didn't even know it. <laughs> and we're back. Okay, you guys, listen. This is, I think it's episode 239, which still just kind of blows my mind. Um, and I think I want to call this one the four stages of learning or the four stages of competence, but maybe I'll just call it the four stages of learning. And I want to talk about it. Um, I'm going to, of course, going to tell you a little story, how it came to be, and then how we can apply uh, this sucker to our own lives. Because that to me, it's like just sitting around talking about shit doesn't really get us anywhere. I think that there is a time and a place for just talking, right? Receiving information, listening and all that stuff. Um, but if we actually want to uh, create any kind of change in our own lives, then we have to have some sort of implementation, some embodiment, some action. So um, I'm going to talk about like how we can apply this shit, perhaps. Okay. So first of all, if you're new to the show, welcome. I'm wicked happy to have you here. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for I don't know, listening to your friend and uh, clicking the link they send you or making time in your life to to check this out or however you got here. I'm just I'm so grateful and happy that you're here. And thank you for sharing some of your time with me. Uh, loyal listeners, you know, hardcore. I love you uh, big time. So thank you also for continuing to support the show and sharing it and leaving reviews. And if you haven't done that yet, that's a great little way to show this. The little show that can. That's what I always call it. It's a little show that can. <laughs> chugga, 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 choo-choo. <laughs> One of the great ways that you can help me is to leave a review, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, and then also continue to share it. So just thank you so much. Okay, let's dive into this. So uh, recently, I was asked to come and speak to my friend's team, and um, it's always an honor. It is a delight. First of all, it is a delight, and it is a happy honor when I get asked um, to come into other friends' um, group coaching programs or to speak at their events or to speak on their stages or the, go on to their podcasts or to come into, you know, whatever, their, their employees, their whatever, and get to speak to them um, and share a little of what's on my hat and mind and try to be helpful in the best way possible and to get to serve people um, and to help people learn new things. That's always wicked exciting to me, right? Hence why we're talking about learning today. And back in the day, you know, I used to um, work at monster.com and I'll tell you a little bit something about that in a second. But because I was asked to speak at my friend's, um, you know, thing afterwards, one of the things that somebody said to me is like, you know, 
this seems so easy to you, like just kind of like talking and like sharing and like storytelling and connecting the dots for people and holding space for people, whatever. It can feel like it seems like it's really easy for you. And um, when they said that, it occurred to me that in some areas of my life, I have what is called unconscious competence. And that's what we're really going to be diving into today, those four stages of learning. Um, and But before I go there, because I, I mentioned it, let me complete the thought. Um, I used to work for monster.com and some of you might remember that monster.com, you know, it used to be the way that I always thought of them is, oh, they were the people that helped you find a job or whatever, right? So monster.com used to pay me to go into high schools all around New England and talk to high school kids, um, about how they learn, like in learning how they learn. And I think like, are they audio learners? Are they visual learners? Are they kinetic learners? Are they all three, right? And maybe I'll do a whole podcast about that another time. But I think knowing how we learn is incredibly important, which again, I'll do a podcast about it. Um, but today's episode is also about uh, the four stages of learning, how we go from being incompetent to competent, what these different stages are, and where you might find yourself in some areas of your life. And it might be with skill sets that have to do with your job, like your work. It might be in skill sets with how you communicate with your sweetie or your children or in your friendships or relationships. It might be, you know, you can apply it to whatever, like anytime you're learning something new. And um, this is actually, would be a good one to watch because I'm going to be, um, just holding up a couple of little graphics that <laughs> might be fun to see or um, to uh, get your eyeballs on. So um, the four stages of learning. So this is a model. Um, let me look at my notes here because I always like to give credit. You guys know this. Okay, so here's the thing. So the four stages of what I'm calling learning or the four stages of competence. Um, it's often attributed to a, a guy, a psychologist named Abraham Maslow. Um, it, and, and so, you know, I, I'm not going to spend like 19 hours like going down, down the rabbit hole. So I'm just going to tell you what I discovered in my own research, right? So often attributed to American psychologist Abraham Maslow. But this particular concept, the four stages of competence, it was apparently first me um, mentioned in 1969 by a management consultant. His name was Martin Broadwell. And Martin Broadwell basically came up with this, um, let's call it this hierarchy of learning or whatever, um, based on four different types of teachers. So he was using this to describe um, the four different types of teachers or to characterize them, okay? But then a little bit later on, these things also got incorporated into a life skills training course by a dude named Paul Curtis and uh, Philip Warren. So basically, this is like a psychological model that describes the progression from being incompetent in a skill, right, a specific skill, to being more competent or to becoming uh, fully competent in it. So we're going to talk about the four different layers. Now, for me, 
You know, you guys know how I feel. If you're a longtime listener, you know how I feel. I, I, I don't feel like there's any better investment you can make in knowing yourself than in knowing yourself and really coming to understand yourself. Why you do what you do, think what you think, say what you say, believe what you believe. Why do I tell these stories? Why do I have these patterns? Why do I have these habits? Why do I have this conditioning? Um, because it's only when we become aware of something that we can actually change it alchemize it, transmute it, transform it, right? If it needs that, if it needs changing, not, not everything does, I'm just saying. But to me, to be able to um, invest time in understanding yourself and who you are, how you came to be, how you want to be, who you're going to be, what actions you're going to take, but really start understanding your own psychology and understanding where your skill, skill set like lies in certain things, to me, this is wicked important. It's also wicked interesting. So if it's not, I don't know, maybe you'll stop listening now. <laughs> maybe you have better shit to do. But for me, I find this shit fascinating. So I hope you'll stick around. Um, so I'm going to just name the four stages individually, and then we're going to dive into them a little bit uh, more. Okay, so remember, this is the four stages that people go through when they're learning a new skill or they're learning um, something in a new area of knowledge, right? Um, it consists of these four stages. Number one, right? And I'll call, I, I have little nicknames for them too, right? So there's stage one, which is unconscious incompetence. Unconscious incompetence. And this is where most of us start. Most of us start here in a state of what I would call like ignorance. <laughs> this is when we're like a total novice, okay? And we're gonna circle back and dive more deeply into each of these. But remember, your brain learns by repetition. So it's really helpful sometimes for me to uh, repeat these things multiple times and that way it sinks into the old noggin, okay? Number two is conscious incompetence, okay? Number two is conscious incompetence. And this is what I kind of like to call like beginner's mind, all right? Having beginner's mind. Okay. Stage three of learning. This is competent. I'm sorry, conscious competence, conscious competence. And I think of this as like being proficient in a thing. Okay. And then stage four is unconscious competence. And this to me is when you are kind of like an expert or um, you're very intuitive about being able to do a thing, all right? So we're gonna go through each of these. Now, if there's something in your life right now that you're trying to learn, maybe it's learning a new language, maybe it's learning to play the guitar, maybe it's learning how to knit, maybe it's, you know, they don't always have to be physical things. Maybe it's learning how to communicate better. Maybe it's learning how to share your feelings because you grew up like a mass hole uh, and everybody in your family thinks that having feelings and crying is weak. So you're not accustomed to even acknowledging your own feelings and you're learning how to be able to um, acknowledge your feelings, know that they matter um, and communicate them and express them, right? I mean, you could be learning a gazillion different things. I mean, I am a I am a lifelong learner, double amen hands to that. I, I will be learning probably until I hit the grave. Um, 
And I like to learn about a lot of different things. I'm a highly, highly enthusiastically curious person, right? But I think learning about myself is one of, is one of the most fascinating things uh, and learning about my own psychology uh, and why and who and all that stuff allows me to learn more about my brothers and sisters out there, right? About the people um, and the animals in the world around me. So, all right, so let's dive into these suckers because I find them fascinating. So unconscious incompetence like this is that kind of ignorance is bliss stage right i kind of think of this like the um you don't know that you don't know stage <laughs> you are not yet clued into the fact that you don't know shit or you don't know what you're talking about right it's kind of that like ignorance is bliss state uh we see this sometimes you ever just hear you see it a lot on the internet man let's just call it what it is you see people on the internet running their mouth and posting about shit and they have no idea what they're talking about and they don't even know that they don't know. They don't even know that they don't know. Okay, so here's a more um, in-depth description of this. It's when a person doesn't know or doesn't understand how to do something. And then not only that, right? they don't recognize their own deficit. They don't recognize that there's a deficit in their knowledge and their knowing. Often, unfortunately, though, this doesn't stop them from opening their big fucking mouth. But here's the thing. They may even deny the usefulness of a skill. Like if they're trying to learn, if, they, if there's like a new skill and they don't know it and they don't, because they don't know it, they'll be like, ah, who cares? It's a stupid skill, right? They'll deny how useful the thing actually is. Uh, it's it's an ego thing. It's a protective mechanism that the ego puts in place because it doesn't like to appear stupid. Okay. To move out of this stage though, here's what a person has to do. They have to recognize your own incompetence. You have to recognize that like, you don't know this thing. You don't know how to do it. You don't know how to think about it. You don't know how to talk about it. You don't know how to communicate, right? You have to accept like, hey, I'm a novice. I, I'm like at like ground zero here. Like I've got to start building a foundation, right? Um, at this stage, right, they uh, must also recognize the value of the skill, because why are you going to try to learn something that you don't care about or you don't see any usefulness right around it? OK, um, so before you can move on to the next stage, you got to recognize your own incompetence and you got to recognize the value of putting in the time, the energy, the hours, whatever your attention, right, to, to learn the new skill and the length of time that it's going to take usually at this stage, it depends on, and I loved this, I love the way this, um, I, I read this line. It depends on the quote, strength of the stimulus to learn. I might say that as the, the, the strength or the depth of the desire to learn, right? So if somebody is going to half-ass something, it will take them a hell. Have you ever just become obsessed about something? Have you ever, just it could be anything from beekeeping to like, I, I know, I know people that all of a sudden are like, I'm going to learn how to like, I don't know, what do you call it? Brew beer in my bathtub or whatever, you know, like you get like hooked by this idea or this skill set and you're like, I want to learn everything there is to know about this thing. So I just leaned way back from my mic because I was getting really excited talking. <laughs> so I want to like when people like really go go down the rabbit hole and do the deep dive and they like buy all the things and they get all the books and they're like, let's go, let's go. And they're into it. Right. Um. So the amount of time an individual will spend in the unconscious 
incompetent stage depends on the, the depth and the strength of their desire to, to learn, the strength of the stimulus to learn. Because to me, I'm the kind of person when when I'm like ready to go and I'm like, I'm all in, let's go. There's really no stopping me. I know I have several friends like this as well. It's like once we're in, we're like balls to the wall, like let's go. Okay, that's stage one. So you might wanna pause here and think about if there's something in your life that you're a novice at and then, you know, take your temperature. Where am I at with this? What's the strength of the stimulus of my desire to learn here? Like, how long am I going to stay at novice? Now, here's the thing. Sometimes you don't really care. Like, like let's say you're like playing pool, right? I used to work at a pool hall. I can shoot pool. I'm not like really good at it or anything. I, some people might even say I'm not any good at it. I mean, I can like gunk a gunk and, you know, clack some balls together but I'm a novice and I don't really care to get better at it, right? Now, somebody else, like the person who like has their own their own bag and their own cues and their own sticks and they got their own chalk and they wear the thin, 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 the glove. Like there are people who are like into it. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we're happy being a novice. It's like, it's kind of fun here. I don't have to take it too seriously. I, I don't give two shits, right? Play, don't play. It's just fun. I have no skin in the game, really. You know what I mean? And- um, sometimes though, we'll be a novice at something and we get hooked and we fall in love and then we're like, let's go. We're all in. And that's an exciting time, isn't it? Okay. Stage two, conscious incompetence. This is that beginner's mind stage. And I call this one, I love this one. You know that you don't know. <laughs> You're no longer ignorant. You are now highly aware about the fact that you don't know. I am now aware that I don't know. Okay, so in this stage, a person doesn't understand or know how to do something, and they recognize that deficit. They recognize that gap between there's this thing and kind of here's where I am on the chart or the graph and my ability to do the thing. Um, they also are now, um, rec they now recognize also the value of a new skill in addressing this deficit. So they're starting to recognize, hey, I have this de deficit and it would be really helpful for me to learn this. Let's say you were starting a new job in an area where many of the people were speaking Spanish. It might behoove you. You might become aware like, hey, yeah, I can, you know, say El Baño, like I can ask for the bathroom or I can ask, you know, que paso or like you might have very limited working language skills and it might occur to you like, hey, this is a deficit and it would be valuable for me to, to, to pick up the pace and get a strongest skill set here, right? Um, this is also the stage where making mistakes can be really integral and really important to the learning stage, right? This process of learning it requires that we make mistakes. That's how we learn. We don't just rarely, rarely, rarely are we good at everything we try or everything that we do, right? So this is that stage where it's like, yeah, I might be a little clumsy. I might, you know, um, might not be the smoothest at this yet. I recognize I'm in a deficit, but I have a desire to learn and I want to learn and I'm probably going to make a lot of mistakes. And that's okay because I'm not going to see them as failures. I'm going to see it as feedback and information. And then I'm going to take those things that I learned by screwing up and messing up and being clumsy and I'm going to apply them. 
Okay. That's a really exciting thing. So the beginner's mind is like open. It's like, I'm aware that I don't know. I'm open to learning and I'm open to figuring it out. This is a very exciting time, I think, to be in beginner's mind. Okay. Stage three, this is conscious competence. And this is the stage that I call that, like, you know about it, but you still have to think about it. So imagine that there's a skill, right? Where let's say you're trying to learn how to, um, I don't know, I'm going to pull, uh, pull something out of my ass, <laughs> like learning how to change a tire, right? Somebody has shown you like your dad, your grandfather, your auntie, somebody who's good with cars, whatever. They've taught you how to change a tire, how to change a flat, okay? And you're like, I know how to do it, but I like have to have my notes next to me or I have it in my head, but I really got to think about each step that I'm doing. Like, I remember when I first learned how to snowboard back in California, back in the day, and um, I was not a good skier. I did not really like skiing, but snowboard like felt fun because I used to skateboard as a kid, right? I was a, I was a hardcore tomboy. I used to love to skateboard. Um, and so I already kind of had that muscle memory in my body. But I still had to really think about like, this is how I stop. This is how I turn. This is how I like, you know, like whatever. This is how I fall, right? You even, you have to learn how to fall because we know mistakes are going to be a given in the learning process, right? So I could do a thing, but I still had to really think about it. Um, it's kind of like riding a bike when you're first learning to ride a bike, you know, and if you're lucky enough to have a parent or a cousin or a sibling or a guardian or somebody who, first of all, you have a bike, right? If you're, if you're lucky enough um, or in a, a socioeconomic situation enough, or you get a hand-me-down from your older brother or whatever, right? And you have something to learn on, Um and, you know, while they're behind pushing you as you're finding your equilibrium, as you're finding, right, your your ability to balance and, and where you are in space while you're moving, and they're yelling things like, you know, keep your arms steady, keep your eyes forward, now pedal, pump with your legs, pedal, right? So they're calling out all these instructions, and you're like, oh, I know how to do it. Um, but I still kind of have to think about it a little bit, right? So you're more in this level, I call this is when you're proficient, right? You know how to do a thing, but it's, you're just, you're still got to be really present and really pay attention and be conscious. So you're using the conscious part of your mind, the front part of your brain where decision-making happens and your problem solving happens. And you're like, kind of oftentimes like working things out in the front of your head. Okay. So in this stage, this is the, I can do it, but I still have to think about it stage. Okay. So you're now aware that, you know, you're, a, you're aware that you know how to do something, but you're also aware that I got to pay attention when I'm doing this thing. So the person at this stage, they know how to do something. They understand it. Um, this, at this stage, things can be broken down into steps, but there is still like heavy conscious involvement in executing the skill. Okay. Um, demonstrating the skill or the knowledge that requires concentration if this is broken. So let's say you're demonstrating demonstrating this skill 
or you know you you're like trying to demonstrate that you have the knowledge to to do this thing right it still requires concentration and let's say somebody interrupts you or you forget the steps or whatever you're going to lapse right back into incompetence conscious incompetence right so you're proficient but you're not quite able to just kind of like do it like boom 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 okay then we go to number four, which is what I was mentioning at the very beginning of the podcast. This is like a sweet spot, this one. And in stage four of learning, the fourth stage of competence is unconscious competence. And this is when you, you know this stuff so well that you don't even have to think about it. This is when you become an expert. This is when things become really intuitive and you know your shit down pat. You know it so well that you can just do it in an unconscious way. And whenever I think about this, I always think about my sweetie, right? So many of you know that I am uh, my sweetie. I'm married to my sweetie, Chris Lesta. And Chris is a professional musician, right? He started playing music when he was like three years old and he started banging on pots and pans and he got his first little drum kit and he went on to play bass and guitar and keyboards and mandolin and like all, I mean, the, the guy is just, a, he's a multi-instrumentalist. He's a singer, he's a songwriter, he's a producer. Now, when he's sitting around, uh, which is every day, like right now while I'm recording this, he's downstairs he's actually downstairs working on a cool project right now, <laughs> but he's downstairs um, playing music right now. It's coming up through the vent. I can hear it. But he, um, while I'm talking to him, let's say he's sitting around the uh, living room. He always has a guitar, always has a guitar out. And so while he's talking to me, he can just like noodle around and play music and play songs while he's engaged in a con conversation because his skill set in his hands is so unconscious at this point right? That he can just do that while he, the front of his brain is having an, uh, uh, a present moment conversation, right? So the hands are just automatically, intuitively, right? Um, expertly doing their thing. Um, you might be at a place where you can drive without really thinking about it. It's, it's really a form of being hypnotized when you go into trance. And I often say to people, you know, people get really nervous around hypnosis. I'm like, but you go in and out of hypnosis all day long. And I, I often say, if you've ever driven somewhere, especially someplace that you drive every single day to and from work, to and from the gym, picking up your dog at doggy daycare, picking up your kids from your babysitter's house, whatever it is, whatever the, the thing is, right? A lot of times you'll be driving and sometimes you'll be aware that you're got to the place and you're like, I just don't remember the last five miles. Like my, because your subconscious, your unconscious was actually driving the car while the front of your brain was doing whatever it was doing, making a grocery list, like working out a problem, thinking about a show, like reliving something, whatever it was, planning something. Um, so unconscious competence. This is when a person has like so much practice with the skill. You've often heard, um, or maybe you haven't, but some of you have heard about, it takes about 10,000 hours to really become uh, an expert at something. To, and that's 10,000 hours of like reading it, practicing it, breathing it, applying it, embodying it, right? The whole shebang before you really become an expert at something. So this is when a person has had so much practice with this with, with something that it becomes almost like second nature. Like it's just wicked easy for you. You don't even have to think about it anymore. 
So you might just pause right now and think of something. What's something in your life that you have total unconscious competence around? Okay. This skill can be performed when you're doing other stuff, right? While you're executing other tasks, while you're doing other things, you know this thing so deep in your bones. It's almost like in your DNA at this point that you can just do it without even thinking about it. And at this point is when you may, because not everybody can, but you might be able to also teach it to others. That's how proficient and expert-ish, right? You are in this case, depending on how it was learned, when it was learned, right? This becomes the stage of when you might now be able to take your um, your expert, whatever, skill set, knowledge, whatever, and now pass it on to others, which is a pretty cool thing. So um, I'm sure in all places of your life, you are in different stages of this. Unconscious competence, this is when you're a novice, this is when you're ignorant, this is when you don't know what you don't know. Conscious incompetence, this is when you're in beginner's mind. This is when you know that you don't know. Like you're aware, like, yeah, I don't know this thing. There's a gap here, right? Number three, conscious competence. This is when you are really proficient. This is when you're like, I can do the thing, but I still got to think about it. I know about it, but I have to think about it while I'm doing it, while I'm learning it. And like I said, this could be anything that you're learning. These apply. And number four is unconscious competence. competence. And this is when you are an expert. This is when something just becomes really intuitive. You know it so well, you don't even have to think about it. Um, and here's what's interesting, right? Um, I, I love these different, so I told you I was going to hold up some graphs. So I found this little graph here and I think that these are really funny, okay? Um, so stage one can also be called ignorance, right? And then stage four, that con unconscious competence is sometimes called mastery. But we're going to talk about that in a second, okay? So stage one, you don't know that you don't know. <laughs> stage two, you know that you don't know. Stage three, you know about it, but you got to think about it. Stage four, you know it so well, you don't even have to think about it anymore, which I think is is pretty fantastic. But then here's the other thing. Um, I love this other one. I'm showing, I'm showing you another little graph I found because I love the different ways that we can think about this. And the kind of teacher that I am is I like to come at something from a bunch of different angles. Because remember, going back to my um, my days with monster.com, I know that people learn in really different ways. Um, and in this case, because I can't you know, hand you anything or get your hands on things, whatever, all I can do is maybe talk about it. For those of you who are watching, like I can hold something up. Uh, but mostly what I'm doing right now is verbal, is verbal teaching, right? But I love to come at things from a couple of different angles. So we can also think about um, unconscious incompetence, right? So that's so unconscious incompetence. That's stage one. Another way to think about this, you know how they sometimes say ignorance is bliss, right? That phrase, ignorance is bliss. So you could also maybe think of that place as comfort. This place where you don't know that you don't know and you're nice and comfortable with your opinions and you're nice and comfortable with like your ignorance, right? So that could be a place of comfort. But when you go into stage two, 
when you start to move into, as you're learning this conscious incompetence, like you start to become aware that you don't know what that can trigger sometimes for people is insecurity. They start to get a little nervous. They start to get a little scared. They're like, oh shit, I could get fired because I don't know this, or I'm going to make a mistake. Oh my God. Like you see, you know, sometimes I, I have a lot of nurses in the family and um, I've also talked to people who are in healthcare and they're like, oh, when you're first learning to like try to find a vein to give somebody like an IV line or something and you're like, oh my God, like I practice this a bunch of times but I kind of know that I'm not the best at this, right? So there can be like times when we have a little bit of insecurity. When you move into conscious competence, this is when you're more proficient, right? And you're like, I know this thing. I know how to do this thing. I still have to think about while I'm doing it, but we tend in this place to have confidence, right? I have the training. I have the skill. I put in the hours. I know how to like do this thing uh, and I'm continuing to learn. So I have confidence in my ability to learn and bounce back from mistakes. And then there's the last one, right? Which is unconscious competence. And this is when you start to feel more a sense of security because you trust yourself. It is so in you that you don't even have to really think about it anymore. And I think we all in this lifetime, you know, have at least one thing that we are unconsciously um, competent about where it's like second nature. It just flows through you. You don't overthink it. It gets quiet in your head and you just do the damn thing. You don't have to worry about it. You're like, give me the thing. I know how to do this. And that can be a really beautiful journey from moving from that place of comfort because you don't fucking know any better to insecurity because you're aware of that deficit or gap in your knowledge to a place of confidence once you've started to do it more and more and more. And then when you hit those 10,000 hours, you drop into that place of what some people would call the expert or a place of security. So I really liked kind of looking at it from that point of view as well. And then let's see. Yeah. The last one I want to talk about, this is kind of like the bonus one. So remember I called it, um, so let's call this one stage five. And this one is what we would call um, or is called, right, reflective mastery or reflective competence, okay? So unconscious incompetence, number one. Number two, conscious incompetence. Number three, conscious competence. Number four, unconscious competence. And number five is reflective comp competence. And this is when you have mastery. This is when you kind of become like world-class, this to me is like Bruce Lee level. That's how I kind of think about it, right? This is like Yoda level. This is like people who are masters of their craft. They are masterful. But what they have between step four and st step five or stage four and stage five, what they don't do is they don't get complacent. They don't stop at unconscious competence. They don't they don't they don't just stop and say, "Oh, I know everything. I'm an expert now." Because to me, that ends up putting us in some ways back in ignorance. Because we can become stale, we become complacent, we stop learning. We think we know everything, right? We lose our curiosity. We lose our beginner's mind. We're not open to seeing things from a different point of view. So this is when you know when to question your intuition. This is when you know how to eliminate errors. You are so masterful at this that you, um, how do I say this? You're so fucking good that you know 
to keep learning. You're so wise at this point that you know that there's always still more to learn. So it can be really tempting when you hit unconscious competence and we see it a lot. I see it a lot in the ads. I see it a lot in the coaching world. I see it a lot in the entrepreneurial world. I see it a lot with writers or yoga teachers or whatever, is they just kind of rest on their laurels. Now, I'm not saying it, there's not a time and a place to not be ingesting new information. I think practice, 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 right? I think apply, 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 apply. We don't always have to be consuming and learning and figuring out, but we also don't want to pack a car in conscious, um, you know, unconscious competence and then stop being curious and stop being open-minded and able to learn. So you guys, I hope you recognized yourself somewhere in here. I hope that knowing that there are different stages of learning that it um, inspires you or excites you to keep learning, to want to improve whatever your skill set is. As my friend Walter Norton says, hashtag let's get better, right? This is, this is what the work that I do is all about in the alchemy, my group coaching program, and in the quest, my one-to-one -one work, right? And in when, when I have retreats, like my retreat, Own Your Magic, that's coming up in November. Um, you can find out about all of those, karenkenny.com. You'll just see them all on the homepage. Um, this work is all about, a friend was joking the other day, I said, like, this is like, be a better human school, right? So we don't want to just get complacent and be like, oh yeah, know that, been there, done that, right? Like, it's like, no, let's keep our minds open. Let's keep our, our minds young. Let's keep our minds in wonder. Let's keep our minds in curiosity um, and stay open. Come, like, forget everything you think you know. And I don't mean forget it, like, like literally like wipe it from your mind, but be willing to be surprised. Be willing to learn from somebody who is just learning because it's just like why people say, like when you have babies around or little kids around, they invoke a sense of wonder because you're looking at things through fresh eyes and new eyes and it can be a very exciting time. So you guys, I hope this was helpful for you in some way. It is always my intention that um, when I do a show that somehow it will either educate or elevate or enlighten or entertain or evoke emotion and connect in some way, right? So I hope this has been helpful. It's been wicked fun to talk about. And I'd love to know what are some of the things that you have unconscious competence about? And what are some of the things that you're learning? Like what's lighting you up these days? What's floating your boat? What's tickling your fancy? <laughs> what are you excited about? Uh, drop a line. Um, I appreciate it. You know, when I did the, the episode on eye color intervention, a few of you actually took the time to send me colors of your eyes and tell me what you thought your eye colors was. And it was wicked fun. And I always love hearing from you guys. So thank you so much. So I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And uh, wherever you go, wherever you go, may you take your smarty pants brain and your beginner's mind with you. Wherever you go, may you leave yourself and the people and the place and the planet and the animals better than how you found them. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, 
I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>